0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104 Sunday Night Live
1: with Louise Tai. Dumb and Music Station, f 104, Louise Ty here with you until 1 o'clock. I'm now joined on the phone by virtual reality producer and curator Camille Donegan. Hey, how are you? Hi, I'm great, Louise. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. So I suppose in your own words, what is virtual reality? Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's a huge thing now. (laughs) It
0: is the ability to transport somewhere else entirely. And the the really... unusual feature of this medium is that it does hack your brain yeah. so because we're experiencing 360 3d visuals and auditory uh, input our brain goes oh this must be real because the only other realm where we've had 360 3dness is real reality and okay. um, so it really does hack your brain and that comes with immense power but also this transportative quality where you can step into a film, a character, a movie or someone else's shoes that could be like a VR documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an incredibly powerful storytelling medium and we're, we're only at the beginning of the possibilities. I can imagine.
1: And I remember being at a festival thing and it was to do with drink driving. And yeah. I remember putting on one of the headsets and being transported into a drunk <sighs> driver. I know the piece, yeah. It yeah. was... It was intense, I have to say. You actually feel like you are the person doing these actions.
0: You do, and and we have to be careful from a trauma perspective because Mm -hmm. your brain believes it's real. We have to be very cognizant Mm -hmm. of uh, people's comfort and, you know, what. Uh, and it's really just contextualising what the person is going to experience before they step into it. Yeah. And um, But yeah, that piece is, is, is pretty hardcore, but so is uh, the message they're trying it, to convey. It does the
1: trick, though. Like It really makes yes. you you sit and, and actually experience it to some extent, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you've been dealing with virtual reality for a long time. How did you get into it in the first place?
0: Ah, well, I was lucky enough to go to a wonderful conference called Digital Biscuit in 2015 mm-hmm. in the Science Gallery. And I, I walked that. in and I'd always felt I'd worked in tech and the arts in parallel careers. And I'd always felt like a, a bit of an outsider in both worlds. Mm. And I walked into this conference and I went, oh, everyone here kind of looks like me. And they're <laughs> dressed a bit like me and they seem sound and they're smiling at me. And <laughs> it's all it good signs. <laughs> yeah, it was a great sign. I found my tribe. And at that conference, there was a or uh, a art installation from a creator called Mads Gambo from Denmark. And there was a physical set of a dinner table, placemats, wine glasses, cutlery, etc., and then these black devices at each, at each place. Yeah. And I could choose my own character in this story. Cool. So I chose the father, and I stepped, put on the headset, and suddenly I was with five other people at this dinner table, and it was this really awkward family dinner. Wow. And I felt like, John, being John Malkovich, the film, I felt like I was in this guy's body. And that was it. I ran out of the conference and went, i found this is a medium through which we can shift perspective. Yeah. And we can embody other people. As an actor, I was always very fascinated by embodiment and stepping into somebody else's skin. So this is just a, a really natural fit for yeah. me as a medium.
1: And it's almost like the extreme version of it as well, because you literally are taking on everything that they possess and are and yes, everything all at once.
0: Yeah. You can it's, a, it's been a huge area of research in the stanford human interaction lab the whole area of embodiment and embodiment and it's something i'm really fascinated by the potential for that from a healthcare perspective mm-hmm. from a mental health perspective from a film perspective there's so many aspects to uh, the storytelling
1: capability. and you've, you've teamed up with the carlo arts festival again yes yes
0: so last year we had a wonderful time in Carlo, physically with lots of people, which I mm. uh, have a nostalgic feelings about now. But we had hundreds of people come and try VR for the first time in our virtual reality cinema. So we programmed eight films, and people would step into a film and then they'd come back to reality. We'd have a chat about it and then they'd pop on the headset and go somewhere else. Um, and we also had an interactive strand where people could actually walk around and interact with oh, some fun. of the environments that we had curated. Um, And this year, for obvious reasons, we're Mm -hmm. we're not face-to-face, albeit that uh, Artworks is launching in Visual uh, Arts Centre in Carlo tonight, Mm -hmm. uh, running until the 18th of October. So there are some physical activities happening as part of uh, the slices from Carlo Arts Festival. Fantastic. Um, However, virtual reality cinema is is going online, and it means that it's accessible to anybody, um, which is really wonderful, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be available uh, via a YouTube playlist. Um, And then you can buy what's known as a cardboard viewer viewer. Mm -hmm. You pop your phone into it and you can look all around and experience the 360 3Dness of these films.
1: It's absolutely a fantastic idea because I think, and I was just saying to you before we started chatting, that we wouldn't here in Dublin mightn't have necessarily gotten down to experience this and be able to be involved, whereas now we can. Yes. So although the pandemic is awful, it is opening up options to us.
0: <laughs> it is, yeah, and I look forward to you checking out these films, please.
1: Yeah, tell me a little bit about some of the films that we'll get to see.
0: Oh, goodness me. Well, um, the, kind of the, the highlight perhaps is um, a, a film called Gloomy Eyes, which is narrated by Colin Farrell. And I was lucky enough to catch this at Raindance uh, Film Festival last year in London and Colin Farrell is the perfect voice for this mm. somewhat of a kind of creation myth tale and it tells the story of the, the sun has had enough of humans and decides to, to disappear okay. and so the world is plunged into darkness and then uh, this zombie boy who's very at home in this darkness is wandering the land and long story short he's he kind of falls in love with a human girl and they've got a very uh, different view of the world um, but they, they kind of meet halfway and long story short, the sun does, does come back okay. into, the, into the world.
1: Wow, so there, there's quite a few and quite a lot of selections as well, isn't there, for people?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I really wanted to keep it quite light, fun, yeah. quirky, tr- working with that transportative quality. So in minus 227 uh, centigrade, you go to the Arctic. And um, it's a composer called Molecule who c- collected spot sounds and created ambisonic mixes mm-hmm. of the, the audio that he collected from the Arctic. So oh, you slip wow. into this other world um, through visual graphics inspired by the sounds he he collected from the arctic circle and then in passenger you're transported to the polar opposite pole uh well to australia at least and you jump into a taxi you're in an animated world with a uh, very furry feathered friend of your taxi driver and he's inviting you to melbourne and you discover you're you're an immigrant in the story and he's kind of telling you what it was like when he first came to Melbourne as an immigrant. And it's actually the narrative is authentic narrative from taxi drivers in Melbourne who were immigrants themselves. So I really love that yeah. uh, authenticity of it. Mm. And it, it goes quite bizarre as well as, you, as the taxi suddenly peels away and next thing you know, you're flying on top of <laughs> this
1: bird around the city. So maybe remain seated while you're watching these. Oh yeah, all of these
0: are designed to remain seated actually, yeah. (laughs) Because
1: otherwise you might end up, you know, reenacting some of it. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 you'll take off.
1: Yeah, actually from, I suppose, previous um, events that you would have done, what are people's responses to these? Do they tend to start thinking they are this person?
0: Well, it really, it really depends. A good example is a, a VR experience called Richie's Plank. Okay. And um, anyone who's ever seen anyone try it, it's quite the spectacle. Uh, it's definitely a shared experience. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, somebody going across, so basically you get transported up to like 200 stories in an apartment block in New York. Mm-hmm. You step out of the lift and there's a plank in front of you. Now, it's a computer-generated mm-hmm. world, but your brain is like... <gasps> This is a plank. on 200 like, stories up, yeah. even though, uh, and it's amazing the visceral response that you have and the, the sweat starts to form on your palms as mm-hmm. you're trying to walk this plank. And I love demoing this experience with mm. care of these are always at the forefront of my mind, but because some people scream their heads off, some people love it so much mm-hmm. and they can't wait to jump off. The, the plank is yeah. so interesting to see different people's experiences and you can also fly in that in Rishi's plank as well. And I love giving people their first sense of flight because you really do, to a large extent, feel like you're flying.
1: It must be extremely interesting to watch it from the outside when you know what's happening and you see their reaction to it. It's one of my favorite
0: things in the world to do. It's so much fun.
1: I can imagine. So (laughs) it's called From Arctic to Australia and it runs from the 1st of August to the 31st. Yes, and it'll be available
0: on Carlo Arts Festival's YouTube channel. Mm -hmm there'll be a dedicated playlist there for the month. Of, of August and uh, yeah we just mentioned some of the films but there, there's several there's more is another comedy piece that's somewhat self-referential in nature where this guy has a headset but you are one of the characters in the headset okay. and it's this really offensive puppet show and uh, the, the, the guy in his office is like I love it I love it this virtual reality thing is totally going to take off <laughs> so I love I love the, yeah, the the kind of meta nature of that piece as well and mm. then we also go to space with second steps. so space is a really common theme in VR storytelling. Um, where, where where if you can go anywhere, where would you go? A lot of people like yeah. to go to space, and um, so there's a lot of space films. And um, but there's two films. First step, and this a second step. There's second film, um, and it's a really uh, poetic excursion to Mars. And mm-hmm. um, so again, you feel like you're there, you're mm-hmm. surrounded by, it, and then it has music from Debussy that really. Uh, sends shivers up your spine and makes you feel like you are out in space
1: wow so you get all the details on carlo arts festival's website yeah carlo mm-hmm. arts festival and uh slice number five perfect thank you so much for telling us all about that today thank you louise and talk to you soon take care bye 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 fm 104 sunday night live with louise Tai. hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter